Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. PSA, public service announcement from both of us, especially you today. Don't put sunscreen on your eyelids. Ever. Ever. Even though it needs them. It does because it's... Well, that's it. You don't want to get eyelid burn. Your eyes look Mm. awful. I know. That's how we should start this this season. (laughs) (laughs) You look awful. How are you? You look fucking awful. My eyes are killing me. PSA, just piccolo. Samantha, Samantha. Thanks, Samantha. Hey, Siri, can you tell Samantha to hurry up? (laughs) Oh, my God, she's listening. Hi, Evie Jones. Hi, how's your heart? Are we starting? Yeah, we've started. We started with you look like shit. (laughs) Remember? No, you don't look get like shit at all. Your um, eyelids are puffy, though. Mm. Like, they, they look like they're inflamed. They are, and it also could have something to do with the fact that I had about 17 drinks last night. Did you? Mm. Who with? Matthew. Matthew Hines. Our friend Matt Hines. Mm. Um, what'd you do? Where'd you go? Who'd he, you see? He told me the funniest thing last night, but he, he said to me how um, we were watching something, and he goes, he goes, oh, that reminds me of a funny story. He goes, I was at a party once in LA, and my friend was... Um, he wanted to get an Uber to go home. And he said, I went up to my friend who's having the party and I'm like, hey, you know, Pete, what's your street name? And he looked at him and went, I don't know, like A-Rod? <laughs> T-Bone? <laughs> gets a lot of chicks. Sir, gets a lot. Sir, gets a lot. And then... <laughs> And then he goes, no, I want no, a street na- yeah, no. street, like, what road what do you, do you live on? <laughs> and he goes, oh, MacArthur. <laughs> Which is also my street <laughs> name. <laughs> oh, that's mm. so funny. Isn't that funny? What's your street name? Mm. Well, A-Rod, that, that was mine. Because I couldn't, his was T-Bone, but for the story. But oh, yeah. A-Rod. A-Rod. A-Stags is you. A-Stag. A-Stag, yeah. But A-Stag is good. Is that? Yes. What's yours? Hottie. <laughs> Lil. Lil. It's got to have Lil yeah. Hottie. Lil Hottie. <laughs> I could just be Lil it's Sag. actually Lil Sag. Lil Stag. I could be Lil, Lil Sag. I could be Big Sag. <laughs> Hi, everybody. I'm Olivia Newton-John. <gasps> oh, my God. I don't know what her partner's name is. Hey, Siri, what's Olivia Newton-John's partner's name? Hi, I'm John Easterling. How you doing, John? Oh, look, you know, I was born in... I don't know, it doesn't say, but... We're back! Yay! It's so exciting to be back. I thought maybe I'd forget how to talk. No, you won't. That Now, mm. in any, if anyone's wondering, we have a new addition to the group. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, he's got the microphone and everything. <laughs> His name's Murphy. And Guest appearance. He's our friend Fatty and Mel's dog. Fatty and Mel. 
<laughs> yeah. And he's a nine-month-old cross something very thin. Um, and Whippet. He's, Whippet? Yeah. Greyhound? Greyhound, Whippet, something like that. Maybe a Kelpie in there. He's beautiful. He's a beautiful boy, but he's a bit upset. Sam, our editor-producer, uh, water boy, he's gone to get me a coffee and... He's not happy about it. And Murphy's missing him a little. It's very cute. I mean, it could just be the fact that we've just closed the door and he can't, you know, go and he have a look feel, around the studio. He may feel anymore. a little confined. But he's letting us know. Okay, just if Maddie and Phil, if you're listening, we're not abusing your dog, okay? Yeah, he's just a whingy fucker. <laughs> he's not, he's <laughs> no. beautiful. Murph, come here. Hey, Pete. And Pete's here too. good boy. Of course, Pete's perfect, so you won't hear a peep out of him. You won't hear a peep out of Pete. He's perfect. Peep out of Pete. He's perfect. How's your, how was your, I mean, it's, I know how your Christmas and everything was because I I spent it with you, but for the listeners. Hello, listeners. Hello out there in the listener world. We missed you. Um, Yeah, what did Tell, tell everyone about your Christmas and your break. We had a great Christmas. Mm. We actually, funnily enough, went to Murphy's house. We did go to Murphy's house. Had... Murphy's dad's put on a, a bloody amazing spread. Murph. Yeah. So, so we... we had a Christmas lunch at Murphy's dad's houses. Mm. Not houses. Dad's, dad's house. house. And it was beautiful. There was a lot of protein. There was a lot of food. It was yeah. great. It, it, there was prawns, there was pork, there was beef, there was ceviche. That's Murphy's tail. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. Okay, Murphy down. Murphy down. So New Year's Eve was spent um, on the lounge watching, um, I think I watched some Netflix or whatever I was watching at the time, finishing mm-hmm. off a series, mm-hmm. getting through a series. Yeah. Went to bed at about 11. Yeah, I watched Sex and the City, the movie, and as a homage to um, when for New Year's when they're both lonely and, and I was expecting you to come well, to my door in a coat and a beanie and I hug you, me and say, I thought you were you're not alone. I thought you were carrying it. didn't. So wouldn't you be coming to my door? True. I'm more Miranda. This so. is true. This is true. Yeah. Anyway. So, yeah, yeah, same, same. I think I, I was in bed by 10, I think. So happy New Year to me. I had a whole um, trip planned to Sydney. Same. That I had. Oh, yeah, you did too. Yeah. Yours was way better than mine. You had accommodation booked and yeah, we had, you had good fun to do. Well, you had good fun to do too. You I were going to go all the way up to. And, yeah. Queensland. And we all had to cancel, as yep. everyone knows, because mm-hmm. of COVID. Well, there was a lockdown in Sydney and then there was a lockdown in Queensland and then there was a lockdown here and there was a lockdown People there. Stuck. There's just, here's a lockdown. There's a lockdown everywhere, a lockdown. Yeah, yeah. So we just stayed. We stayed. We had a staycation. Um, I went camping on my own. You did? How was that? It was great. It looked beautiful. It was it was really nice. I went to um, where did I go the first time? Um, anyway, it was near Bonnie Doon, which I was very That's excited right. about because all the way there, I just sang, "We're going to Bonnie Doon. We are going to Bonnie Doon, Dale." <laughs> and um, 
I tell you, the smell dad, of two Dad, stroke. dad, dad, slow down. Dad, please camera up ahead. Slows down. Slows down. How's that? How's that? How much? Car red. How much was that? And he goes, on Gumtree. How much? Oh, and the trading post. Trading post. How much did you buy that for? 70 bucks. Just, Just paid, paid for, for itself. itself. Um... <laughs> Yeah, so I went there and um, it was really good. It was it was um, on the river. There were lots of boats and lots of boats and bogans. Yeah, bogans and boats, they go well together, don't yeah. they? Yeah, yeah, lots of jet skis. Oh, they drive me insane. Yeah, they should be banned, but anyway. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, Nana. Yes, and uh, yes, I went, went on my own and I met, I met a group of people. They let me hang out with them one day. <gasps> Yeah, camping. And then I went camping again with, I mean, I mean, it was after holidays, but yeah, I'm back into camping, which is yeah, good. Yeah, I know. You've got a beautiful bell tent. I do. It's great. Um, and I don't do camping, do I? I? No. I would like to, um, but it's so uncomfortable and dirty that I just can't do it. Yeah. You wouldn't have liked the, the second place we went to when we the group of us went. It was so hot. Oh, God. It was so hot one time we had to, Murphy came and Murphy's dads and Pete, we had to put the dogs in the car with the air con on. Oh, that's we hot. Were, yeah, because we were so worried about them, about how hot it was, because there was no relief for them. So, because, um, you know, dogs. Why didn't you get in the car as well? I did at one yeah. point. I yeah. did. We were taking turns getting into the car, all just have chilling out in the car because it was so freaking hot. Oh, my Lord. Um, that is my worst nightmare. Yeah, you, you would not have. I actually have anxiety over heat. Yeah. Like I get really bad panic attacks when it gets hot. Hot. I just think. Uh, You're going to overheat. And it's irrational, I know, but it's not. Yeah. Like yeah. you could, people die in heat. Yeah. They and do. People, dogs die in hot cars. That will, and then we started thinking, do dogs die in hot tents? Yeah, maybe. Maybe. People, I mean. Everyone dies in hot something. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Oh God! Don't. I know. Stop. She's getting. She's You're getting sending anxious. me. We're sending her off over the edge. So yeah, did that. Um, what else? Listen to a few new podcasts. Which ones? Um, I told you about the Wind of Change <laughs> one. <laughs> Windy. Uh, you know the Wind of Change. You know the band. Um, yes. The band, the Scorpions. The song. The song. How does the song go? Gorky Park, listening to the wind of change. So apparently the story behind that is that it was written by the CIA and that's all I'll say. Go and listen to it. Go and listen to it's it. It's called Winds of Change. Wind of wind. Change. But did you know the CIA have songwriters? Yeah, well, clearly. Yeah. If well, they wrote that song. Yeah. it's a great song. So it's incredible. So, um, I wonder yeah. which other songs would be on there, Bat Cat. I'm thinking maybe 99 Shish Luft Balloons. You think so? No, not What's at all. What's the propaganda message in that? Um, just, you know, Sail Away. Oh, Enya. Enya. What if there's subliminal messaging in that? Because that song does not die. So- <laughs> Sail away, sail uh, away. It's even in an ad away. at the moment. Um that one, there's a really good one I told Sammy about called Hey Stranger. Hey. Stranger. Um, 
He's nodding. And um, what park is she in? She's in Central Park, isn't she? Is she? Maybe. Who? She sets up... (laughs) What is it? Um, No, she sets up a uh, podcasting, her studio, her microphones in a park. And she just stops people and says, Hey, hey, stranger. Yeah. And um, she sits them down and she says, normally says to them, um, do you have a secret? Do you want to share? And it's so beautiful, so moving. That is beautiful. It's people are It reminds me of Front Up. Remember Front Up on SBS? Yes. With, um, he what was his name? Down. David, Michael. Yes. Oh, brilliant It's kind of like show. Humans of New York, that kind of vibe, yeah. you know. And But that Front Up show, I remember he used to do it in the Corso in Manly. Yep. Yep, he used to go Melbourne and Sydney, so, you know, anywhere, like Pitt Street as well, just go and say, hi, how are you? Yeah, and then just start a conversation. Just start a conversation. People would take him into their homes, their businesses. Incredible, isn't it? They would tell him things. There was um, Andrew G, remember, Osher used to be called Andrew G. He was on it because he's posted it up on his Twitter, the actual footage of it. Oh, really? It's really good. Yeah, he was a musician at the time. Oh, wow. Mm. Um, yeah, I love that show. Strangers are fascinating. It's so Strangers. good. Strangers. Um, and one other one yeah. called the... Did you just pop off? No, 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 oh. no, I didn't. Oh, sorry. I have a bad uh, coccyx oh. at the moment, so I have to lean forward. I thought you were... Because so I have thought... a very bad, badly created bottom. I don't have a big bottom. Yeah. Like, I have a b- very big tummy. No... Bottom. Pretty much anything on my bottom. Yeah. My mother had the same thing, so we constantly have coccyx problems. Oh, because you've got no padding. Because you're sitting on it. So um, <laughs> the other... <laughs> Don't edit that out, Sammy. Keep that in. It's really interesting. The other... Um, yeah, the other one last podcast is called The Apology Line, and in... Um, oh, Sammy's cri- reacted to that one. Yeah, he's nodding, he's nodding. So back in the 80s, a guy set up a answering machine, a number and an answering machine and um, put up flyers all around New York and said to people, um, call up. Um, if you want to say sorry to someone oh and God, leave a message. Great idea. So is this, is this the recordings from then? Yes. And do they have any new ones? Or no, is it just... they're, all from, they're all from then, mm-hmm. but... He starts to attract serial killers. A what? Like forgive, asking for penance kind of thing? Kind of. There's a few. I'm sorry I killed you? Any of those? Yep, kind of, yep. Oh, yep. sorry I killed someone you know? Yeah. Well, not yes, yep. Because it's anonymous. Yeah. It's Holy amazing. shit. And then oh, he I'm going to listen to that one. He starts... Um, he, he realises that he can make the message at the start longer. So he starts including other people's apologies and then gets people to comment on the apologies that they first listened to. And then he attracts this one particular sinister man. Yeah. And they end up having a conversation with each other over the messages, which is... Next level. Neck level. Oh, my goodness. Yes, yeah, it's amazing. So the apology oh, line. definitely going to listen to that. Like, that sounds right up my bum. <laughs> Your poorly made bum. Poorly <laughs> made bum. <laughs> um, well, they sound fantastic. What have you been watching, listening, reading? Um, I've been reading a book called The Inflamed Mind. Oh, I thought that was going to go somewhere else. 
<laughs> Good. And it will. Inflamed. Inflamed. Ooh. Yeah, because, you know, I've had a parasite this past summer. Yes. And I've also got low iron again. All that, you know, my body's not absorbing things. And I've ended up with really bad depression again. And... Um, also menopause. So yay oh, to just, me. Yeah, 2021. Oh, I tell you, being a woman is nothing but fun. Um, and the older you get, the more Mama, fun it becomes. It gets. Um, so I've started reading this book because the depression, they, the doctor said, could be menopausal. It could mm-hmm, be all sorts of things. But I remember I had this book, so I started reading it, and it's all about how Um, a physical trauma like going to the dentist and you know you go to the dentist and you go home and you've got physical trauma in your mouth like it's swollen it's inflamed you've had a root canal it's extremely painful yeah your body's gone what just happened so you know you go to bed or you're just at home and you just think I just feel so down yes like you just you really Mm -hmm. neuro um sign neuro scientists I think or Mm-hmm. they have started to link it together. Right. Like yep. saying when an inflamed body yes. can make your mind inflamed. Right. You know, it's yeah. not necessarily a hormonal imbalance. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and getting your body sense. right can get any. Anyway, that makes all, sense. It does. It's it does. all connected, you know. The stomach is the second brain. Well, they say it is. Yes. The microbiome. Yes. It's incredible. So there's that. Debable. I tried to watch Bridgerton. Look, can we talk about Bridgerton? Yeah, let's, because... Um, I watched the last yeah. episode last night because yesterday in the, at the beach, you and I were in the water mm. and we mm. talked about how we couldn't get through past about episode five and everyone's mm. banging on about this show. Yeah. I have a theory. My theory is we are so dumbed down that people think a simple show like that is really great mm. and it's not. Mm. It's really not. And Mm. maybe we're just too old and we've seen it all before to be impressed. Yeah. Um, But you were listening to someone's podcast and they said, oh, the end, there's a big something really big blows your mind. It was the My Favourite Murder Girls. And you find out who is the um, Madam Whistledown, Mm. the woman who's been pretty much gossip girling, Mm. narrating the whole the whole thing yeah there is someone in the cast well someone one of the characters is her yes and you do find out in the last episode and we know who that is mm-hmm. are we going to do spoilers has no. everyone watched bridgerton i'm assuming they have don't do a spoiler just if you haven't watched bridgerton fast forward this about 2 minutes okay she's going to do it i'm yep. doing the spoiler now it's the little tubby girl Looks a lot like me, so she's gorgeous. Red hair, though. Red head. Um, she's she's Pen, Penelope. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, she's mm-hmm. Mrs. Whistledown, whatever the F her name is. Yeah. Anyway, there is no, this is another spoiler, there is no is twist. Is it? No. The, the white girl and the black guy that are married to each other have a baby. Yeah. That's the very end. Because he can't have children, though. Oh, there's yeah, there you go. There's the big twist. He can. They have one. There you go. Boom. Oh, wow. There you go. You can start listening again, people. But We're off Bridgerton now. Yeah. yeah. Oh, God. Is God. that it? Jesus Shonda Rhimes did it. I know. Which and you know what else? Grey's Anatomy is brilliant. But yeah. And I just found stick with that, I say. the lead girl to be very asexual. Yeah. yeah. Young, too young to, to be sexy. Yes. Um, and plain Jane. Plain and yeah, and but just no 
chemistry between her and that the guy. No. It was weird yes. casting, I think. Yes, I agree. Because he was sexy. I think that her sister should have been her. her. You know, the sister who... With the deep voice? Yeah, who was all like, you know, didn't want to get married and, you know, you know, God, take longer because I'll be next. And I thought she was sassy. Yes. Why didn't it be about her? I know. It's always the co-stars that are more interesting. Yeah. Can we also talk about the... um, Is it the Golden Globes? Mm. Mm-hmm. What's just come out this week? Golden Globes? So they've had um, a few nominations... Bridgerton. Bridgerton's one of them. Mm. Emily in Paris. And Emily in frickin' Paris is another. Uh, excuse me, I have to correct you. It is pronounced Emily in Paris. <laughs> in Paris. In Paris. Well, you know it what? Is. That's their, you they've... can pronounce it however you want. It's a shit show, as is Bridgerton. And it's. And God. you know what wasn't nominated? What? May I Destroy You. <gasps> and it was, I May Destroy You. I May Destroy You. I May Destroy You. <laughs> No, I was just saying the name of the show. Um, it it wasn't nominated, but it could have been. That's insane. How is that? That's crazy. How That's is that? Ripped off. One of the best That's shows. Redraw. One of the best shows of 2020. You're right. But I think also, I mean, does the Golden Globes, is it popularity as well? Or is it just peer peer voted? Popularity. popularity. Oh, there you go. We'll wait until we get to the so, SAG Awards or something. Some, or, yeah, yeah, because she, she's got to get something, um, that that woman. Oh, my Michaela God. Cole. What's her name? Michaela Cole. Michaela Cole. Thank Michaela you, Sammy. Yep. Yeah, she's brilliant. Oh, brilliant. You know what else is really good? Her podcast with um, – she's on the Louis Thoreau podcast. Oh, yeah. The, in, yep. That interview. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. good. She's, she's amazing. She's amazing. Um, yeah, good. Okay. So do we want to, do we want to, before we get into the chicken, the now and the chicken, the history, do we want to tell everyone what's happening? A new announcement? Moving forwards? Yeah. Do you say moving forward or moving forwards? Moving forward. Mm. What's moving forwards? Oh, okay, I see Someone I know writes moving forwards. Well, when people are moving forward, they're moving forward. When a person is moving forward, they're moving forward. How would you say moving forwards? Moving so So, you know, when you like like just that, you're moving forwards, we're going to... No, I don't think that's right. It's grammatically incorrect. Mm. Emily and Parry. Yeah, but... um, Okay, we've got two announcements... Would you like to make the first one? I will because I thought we only had one. So I'll, I'll choose that one and then you can <laughs> surprise me with the other one. Um, the first one is from next week we're going to have lovely guests on. <laughs> Yay! We are. Murphy liked that Murphy, one. Murphy, come here. We're inviting some of our... Um, Friends, yes, friends of the podcast, friends. friends of the family, friends of the fun, friends of life, friends of life onto the podcast to tell us all about Murphy's very excited to tell us all about a woman that they find inspiring, maybe a woman from their history, maybe yeah. a woman they know, maybe a woman they yeah. don't know, yeah, yeah, but someone who 
has blown their hair back. Yes. And we're excited. We are excited. We've never done anything like this before, so we're a bit nervous how it's going to go, but we're going to get through it in a really exciting way. Yes. And if you have any suggestions of who you'd like us to ask to be a guest, it doesn't mean we're going to get them. You know, don't pop opera, Oprah on the list because I don't think we'd get her. You don't think so? But, um, mm. you know, maybe there is someone that you, someone of note yeah. that you'd like to hear us have a chat with. Um, so, yeah, from next week, we will have a special guest. We won't tell you who she is, but we have locked her in. We have. We've locked about, we've locked about five in so far. We have. So very excited about that. And they're very excited to, to come on and to tell their stories. So yes. very much looking forward to that. Very much. We're going to be like proper, pro, it's going to feel proper. Yeah. Yeah. We have to lift our game a little bit. I think we will. I'm Jeez. nervous. I'm going to have to start wearing pants. Yes. I'm going to brush my teeth. Oh, God. Um, so. And our other news. Oh, yep. Is we're putting it out there to you, the listener. To DM us, email us. Yes. There is no other way to get to us. Um, we would like for you to come up with a Chicken the Now song. Because we come up every week with Chicken the Now, Chicken the Now, or Chicken the Now. So we'd like yeah. you, we, if you could send us a voice message mm-hmm. on our DMs on mm-hmm. Instagram, mm-hmm. then we'll mm-hmm. play it. We will play it. We will play and it. you will be on the podcast. Yep. Your song. Doesn't have to be very long, you know. Five seconds. Yep. Introducing our Chicken the Now segment. Because yep. we reckon that you know, there's probably some good talent out there. I'm on TikTok. I see talent. Oh, there's some talent. Everywhere. And even, and even if, if you don't even if have you're not talented, talented. <laughs> we'd love like to hear us. it. Yeah. If, you, if you're tone deaf like me, give it a go. Yeah. If you've got a bird that knows <gasps> how to sing. What a great idea. Because I am Teach fascinated it. by birds who can talk and sing. Yeah, a lot of them Teach can. it, chicken the now, please. <gasps> oh, please. Yes, or a husky that can talk. Yeah, or get your kid to do it. <gasps> That'd be cute. That would be cute. I can just do it. No, we don't. <laughs> we don't right. need you no, doing it, Sam. Sam. Actually, Sam, would you like to do it this no, week? I did it, I did it in the last episode. Did yeah, you? Yeah, he did. Yeah. I got absolutely rolled by you. <laughs> Easy, and I don't think I'll be doing it again. I, oh, I don't even remember you doing it, so it couldn't have been very good. It wasn't very good. <laughs> you, made that out. you made it very clear. I love you, Sam. Anyway. All right, Your I'll, turn. Okay, you ready? Yep. Oh, the pressure I know. of a name. It better be good. It better be good. Go. Oh, she's frozen. She's literally frozen. Stage fright. Oh, God. Stage fright. She's frozen. Go. Chick in the now, and there's chicks in the now. We've got one. Here she is. What do you think? I don't know if you recognise the melody or not. Brilliant, but it was Celine Dion. Ta- it was from Titanic. Titanic. I know. Murphy loved it. Oh, Murphy sang along. 
Okay. Who <laughs> have we got this Back week? In. So this woman recently won probably one of the most esteemed awards you could win in Australia, but nothing compares to a chick in the now shout out. No. So, I mean, this is actually, she would be more excited about this than she was about the award. But um, I wanted to just point out Grace Tame. Grace Tame. She just won Young Australian of the Year. No, she won Australian of the Year. Oh, was it Young? No. Oh, she won Australia. She won the big, the big yeah, gong. she's incredible. She's incredible. And she, um, she won Australian of the Year. She has an amazing story, trigger content warning, by yeah. the way, yeah. about this little bit. But um, when she was in high school, she was groomed by a 50-year-old, uh, 58-year-old teacher mm. who would sexually abuse her Mm. um, and it went on for quite some time. Um, She told the teachers, she told people and no one did anything. They didn't, they didn't, the teachers knew but didn't do anything. So she, and she bravely told her story in her speech, in her acceptance speech, which is incredible, Mm. incredibly brave thing to do. Um, She went to the police and um, he was actually arrested and he was convicted of, the offence of maintaining a sexual relationship with someone under the age of 17. Just think about that That's crime. It. Just maintaining, maintaining a relationship. Maintaining a relationship. Not a sexual Not relationship, just a relationship. Maintaining a relationship. So she argued, Grace um, argued, that that needed to be renamed yes, because it's misleading, um, especially with the use of the word relationship when you're yes. talking about abuse. Yes. So um, since 2001, because she's from Tasmania and this is a Tasmanian um, Law. The Evidence Act, prohibited publication of any information regarding a victim mm-hmm. in um, sexual ab- abuse Crimes. Um, so this prevented people like her and other um, survivors of sexual abuse speaking out publicly, while in fact all of the abusers could go on social media, they could talk about it, they could get interviewed. Her abuser was actually interviewed um, in a TV interview by someone, and he jokes about it and said that his affair with her was awesome. Because I remember B- Bettina Arendt, Arendt, she was awarded last year something. That was like, her. Yeah, she did the interview. Yes, she did the interview. And she was awarded last year. And there was a huge uproar Good. about her being given an OA. Yes. M. Um, after yeah. she had done that. Good. A defended, a convicted yep. pedophile. Yep. Yep. So along with... Um, a journalist and sexual assault survivor advocate, Nina Fennell. Um, Grace and Nina worked together to create a campaign called Let Her Speak to overturn that law, allowing them to speak out. Um, And there's also a similar law in in, in NT. In 2019, she spoke out for the first time after the campaign obtained a court order on her behalf through the Supreme Court of Tasmania, allowing her an exemption to the gag law. So she was the first female sexual assault survivor in Tasmania to win a court order to speak out about her experience. So she was allowed to actually have a voice and tell her story. Um, 
The Attorney General of Tasmania, Elise Archer, announced that the legislation would be amended to allow sexual assault survivors to speak publicly and she also announced that there were planned changes to the wording of the crime, noting that the word relationship has connotations of consent. Um, and then in April 2020, the law was changed and um, all because of her. All so because she's of Grace allowed, Yeah, so she's allowed um, other survivors to be able to speak out and to talk about to talk about it, I think that's so weird that like, and that's just, I, and I, I don't, I'm not sure about the other states and the laws of the other states for victims, but you know, a lot of the time they don't, sh- they will never name a victim or show their photo or show anything to do. And I used to think that was kind of in protection of them. Yes. But it's almost it's the other way around. Shutting them up. Shutting, not letting them tell their story and, yep. and speak about how awful um, those experiences are. So, Grace Tame, we bloody salute you. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, well deserved. Just saying that, like when you see um, a serial killer or you see um, a shooting or mm-hmm, something like that, mm-hmm. like they put up, you know, the person, they give you all the things and the neighbour says, you know, he, oh, who would have known? He was such a nice, quiet Normal young guy. man. Yeah. And a lot of people say, what about the victims? You know, say their names, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. put up their photos. And, you know, we've started doing that with yep. the Me Too movement, with the um, Black Black Lives Matter, yep. you know, the people that are being killed yep. Yep. by police brutality. They're putting up those names. Yes, yes. And it's the same thing. We need to yeah. be focusing on the victims yep. and understanding and listening to their stories. Yeah. Not 100%. trying to understand why the offenders do. A normal guy would do something yeah. like that. Why do they do? Oh, I would never have thought. Anyway, that's great. Grace Tame, we salute you. You're an we amazing, do. amazing human. Hey, if you're enjoying this episode, which we know you probably are, let's face it, um, can you do us a favour and subscribe? Mm. Review us. Mm. What else, Evie? Give us five stars. Oh, five stars, please. Thank you. Follow us on the Instagrams as well because um, when we remember, we do put updates there. We do. Chick Street underscore well. podcast. That's it. And um, if you want to email us, you can. Mychickstreet at gmail.com. This week. Mm-hmm. First week back, season two, 2021. I have a cheek from history. That's good because that's what the podcast is about. Okay. This week we're going to talk about Simone Seguin. Seguin? Seguin. Seguin. S-E-G-O-U-I-N. Seguin. Seguin? Hmm. Let's say Seguin. Okay. Or Seguin. Yeah, okay. Okay, anyway. Anywho, she was a French teenager who bravely fought on the front lines against the German occupiers and mm. she helped the his- liberate mm. the historic city of Chartres. Say it. Chartres. 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 Very nice. Do you know how that's spelled? Chartres. Go on, spell it. C H A T U A. No. Really good though. Mm. C H was and then the A was good. C H A R T R E S. Chartres. Ah, oh, Yeah. Okay. So she was born in 1925 in Thivaz, 
Yeah. Or Tivas. Mm-hmm. There's going to be a lot of French names in this. Okay. And I'm just going to go for them. You should because your French is actually okay. It's it's a it. I pretend it's, it's better good. than mine. I think it's the accent. Yes. Whether the pronunciation is correct. If you go in there and you just commit, Mm. no one will question you. What did Helen Hunt say in Girls Just Want to Have Fun? What I lack in substance, I make up in style. (laughs) That's it. That's me. Okay, so she was born in Tevez, 55 miles from Paris. She was... Um, Paris. Okay, Paris. Simone was a tomboy with three brothers who taught her how to fight. She was especially close with her father, a patriotic farmer who served his country with distinction in the Great War, World War I. Mm-hmm. She attended school until the age of 14, at which point she then began working on the family farm. I don't know what they farmed, oh. but in France it could be anything. Probably wine, cheese. Oh, you don't farm cheese. No, you don't farm cheese. <laughs> well, you do farm the animals that give you cheese, so it could very well have farmed. <laughs> True. A Thank cheese you. farm. A cheese farm. Go and pick some more cheese, would you? <laughs> the cheese is starting cheese. to rot on the trees. The cheese crops going. <laughs> oh, Anywho, oh, that is a cheesy humour. Okay, in 1940, the Germans marched into France and began a brutal occupation that would last four long years. Side note, my grandmother was in Paris at the time. Yeah. And she wow. and when the Germans marched in, they took her, popped her in the back of the truck, mm. put her on a cattle train mm. and sent her off to a... So this is very close to home. To home, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Filled with love for her country and admiration for, for her veteran father, Simone was determined to find a way she could help. Even as a teenage girl. 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 She joined the Franc Tireuse de Partisans, a resistance group, and took the nom de guerre. Do you know what nom de guerre means? No. War name. Okay. Yeah. Nicole Minette or Minet. Okay. Simone was provided with false identity papers showing Nicole Minet to be from the Channel Port of Dunkirk. This was a wise move because the port was bombed at the beginning of the war, so it was impossible for them to verify anyone's papers. Ah, clever. Clever, clever, clever. Simone stole a bike from German soldiers and painted it to avoid detection. It became her reconnaissance vehicle. And she used it to move around without attracting notice so she could deliver messages and snoop around. She underwent intensive military training to be a combat soldier. She carried out multiple acts of sabotage against the German targets, helping to blow up bridges and supply lines. Oh, dear. While helping capture German troops in Tivas, that's where she was from, Mm. she fell in love with Mm. Roland Boussier, commander of the resistance operation in her hometown. He was in hiding after killing a group of German soldiers. Since he couldn't leave his hiding place in the countryside, Simone became his courier, taking messages to the main resistance group. Simone helped liberate the historic city of Chartres, home of the famed cathedral, in August 1944. When they say liberate a city, does that mean... They 
have kind of taken over. Yeah, the under occupation. For, yeah, so they've to liberate they've means brought it, taken it back. They've taken it back. That they've they've come out and pushed them out. Right. Yep. Okay. Yep. yep. Um, afterwards, General Charles de Gaulle, mm-hmm. the free French leader and future president oh. of France, visited the city and gave a speech at the city square. Journalists covering the event were fascinating by fascinated by the sweet-looking little girl, young girl, eating a baguette with jam oh, and carrying so a machine French. gun. Yeah, not not so. Not something you see every day. Not something you see every day. <laughs> she proudly told the reporters that she was part of General de Gaulle's security detail. <laughs> Simone was Love interviewed it. by an American reporter for Life magazine. How old is she here? Like so 16 or something, 17? She, she was born, so if that's 1944, she was born in 1925. Figure that out. 2944, I don't know. 2024. What's, oh, hey oh, Siri. God, we should know what's that. 44 minus 25. 19, okay, she's 19. 19. <laughs> Cut all that bit out. Yeah. We don't want to sound dumb. Let's do it again. Just do it real quick. Okay. okay. So. Um, how, so how old is she at this time? Is at she, this point, 1944, she was born in 25, 19. Oh, that was quick. Jeez, your maths is amazing. <laughs> oh, that's easy. That's oh. just simple maths, you dum-dum. That's <laughs> <laughs> not it. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Uh, yep. Okay, afterwards... I've lost my spot. <laughs> okay. Simone was interviewed by an American reporter for Life magazine and photographed by famed war photographer Robert Kappa. Mm-hmm. Not Warwick Kappa. Not Warwick Kappa. Not even spelt the same. No. Just C-A-P-A. Yeah, yeah. He was quoted as saying... Just I... on Warwick Kappa, do you... Um, oh, please. Never enough you... <laughs> on Warwick Kappa. You know, when... Do I say that with you or maybe it's the girls in Sydney? No, you, it's me. When you go to pour a drink. Yeah, we came up with we, that. We came up, that's You're right. You're doing a Warwick Kappa. You're doing a, you know when someone goes to pour you a glass of wine and you've still got the cap on it? We go, oh, Warwick Kappa. You've done a Warwick Kappa. <laughs> Just spread that around, people. Yeah, take that, take that. Um, so he was quoted as saying, I could find no trace of what is conventionally called toughness in Nicole. After routine farm life, she presents, she finds her present job thrilling and exhilarating. Mm. Now that the war is passing beyond her own home district, she does not think of going back to the farm. She wants to go on with the partisans and help free the rest of France. Mm. Just incredible. It's incredible. After Chartres was liberated, Simone joined France's 2nd Armoured Division heading to Paris where a brutal battle was taking place. The 2nd Armoured Division helped defeat the Germans and bring freedom to the City of Light, which I'm assuming is Paris. 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 Mm. Simone was asked if she'd ever killed anyone. Mm -hmm. She answered, On July 14, 1944, I took part in an ambush with two comrades. Two German soldiers went by on a bike and the three of us fired at the same time. So I don't know who exactly killed him. You shouldn't have to kill someone like that. 
It's true, the Germans were our enemies. It was the war, but I don't draw any pride from it. Mm. That's nice. That's, That's good. Yeah. After the war ended, Simone was promoted to lieutenant and awarded the prestigious Croix de Guerre. Now, I don't know what that means. Do you want me to look that up? Croix de Guerre, um, like an award. It must just be like a medal of some sort. Yeah. Well, because she's awarded it. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's a... Maybe it's a, a pin, you know? A pin? Like a badge. Yeah, I'd say there's a badge involved. It's a badge of honour. I reckon she might have got a um, something framed. Yeah, a ribbon. A ribbon. A badge with a ribbon. Oh, a badge and a ribbon. <laughs> okay, so after she was that... Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the badge of honour, yep... She became a paediatric nurse in Chartres after that mm. and she raised six children. Oh, yeah. Now she's 94. Oh, she's still so alive. alive. She lives in Curville sur eure mm-hmm. where a street was recently named after her. Oh, she got a street. She got a street. Mayor Frederick Houlin mm-hmm. described Simone as a rebellious spirit, a strong character, certainly who took her father's example and rejected the enemy occupying our country. Simone said, I'm very glad to know that people are not indifferent to this period of my life. Mm. For fighting Nazis and helping to liberate France, we honour Simone Seguin as this week's Chickstree hero. The end. That was, that, that's our chick in the history this week. Well, she's She's, she's a, uh, a, a she's a uh, <laughs> what is she kick ass. Well, she, I think she's a brave young woman. She, she, she was. I mean, well, how many girls are getting around France town, eating a baguette with jam on it? We're holding a bloody machine gun. I know. Well, the good thing is it's incredible. Oh, incredible, incredible. Yeah, yes, what you said. There is a great photo of her holding machine gun, so oh, we will put good. that up. Yes, we'll use um, that. She was gorgeous. Well, she. Oh yeah. She was a hottie to toddy. She's pretty too. She was pretty eh? too. And she was pretty badass. Yeah. So, um, I love it. Are you showing me quickly? Oh, she's lovely, isn't she? Yeah. Look at her holding that gun. She's really Like nothing else. She's lovely. She's really lovely. Yeah. The end. Good on you. You made it all the way through to the end. So these are just the credity bits, but don't stop because these are important. Please rate, review and subscribe as it helps other people just like you find out about this podcast. Executive producers of Chickstree are me, Annie Potatoes and Evie Jones. Our producer slash editor slash waterboy slash wine boy is Sam Peterson. Follow us on Instagram at chickstree underscore podcast and email us at mychickstree at gmail.com. Oh, and check out Sam's podcast, Confessions of the Idiots. It's great.